Welcome into Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts with CPA and Personal Financial Specialist, Phil Putney. Now let's get rolling with today's show. Hey everybody, welcome into the podcast this week. We're going to talk about your personality and uh, and really your spending personality is going to be our topic for the show this week. What kind of spender are you? Well, it might be kind of important to know that when you're talking about planning and getting ready for Absolutely. retirement. Could be really actually valuable in any stage of life, really. But we're going to talk about this week. Uh, Phil, what's going on, buddy? We are uh, basically right here on the 4th of July coming up. Yeah, yeah, it's just around the corner. Hard to believe. Summer's uh, finally here. So it's good. It's good. And moving quick. Yeah, before we know it, it'll, it'll uh, be school again and snow I and all that think crazy stuff. school and everything. Like, I think everything will be like sort of, you know. Yeah, well, well hopefully. Hopefully. You know, yeah. Keep our fingers crossed, see where we're at. But yep, yeah. It's, it's not for uh, the Delta variant, I guess we'll yep, see. Yep. Like, more, more opened up now than what we were last summer. So I'm. Very true. All, all well, things are pointing that direction. So. Yeah, we won't get into all that. We'll we'll just uh, we'll just talk about our topic this week. So, a spending right. personality. Eh, maybe it's a little hokum. I don't know, but we'll see. You know, but I think it, there's some value to this because Absolutely. we all have personality traits, and when it comes to money, there's certainly no yep. difference there. So, I got four for us to go through. Uh, basically, your many many years of experience. You just kind of tell me and and the listeners what you see with some of this, and sure. we'll play we'll play along as well. I'll I'll talk about what uh, type I am based on this list. And it's okay to be more than one, and I think most of us probably are actually. But and as a couple, we probably definitely are more than one. A lot of times, you probably see people in two different stages on this. Yeah, so let's uh, let's very often. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. All right, so let's get into these personality types. The emotional spender. I'm going to raise my hand, Phil, and say that's me. Uh, bad day, go to dinner. Good day, go to dinner. Right? Yep. You know that kind of thing. Now, this doesn't mean like a shopaholic. It's just when it comes to. Um, wearing our emotions on our sleeve, we tend to equate that with money sometimes. Yep. You agree? Absolutely. Yeah. It, it's, and especially over this last year, you know, I mean, a, emotional spender is, um, I think we're seeing a lot of that now that things are opening up. We talked about, you know, so travel, I don't know if you tried traveling recently, but travel is just crazy right now because everyone's been locked up for so long, things opening. They're like, all right, I'm out of here. Right. You know, so. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I mean, everyone has that tendency, right? Me, that, that's somewhat me sometimes with technology, you know, one of those things. Oh, hey, that's cool. I, you know, you gotta, I, I've got to have that. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Everybody's got their thing, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. So. All right. Uh, so an emotional spender from a, an investing standpoint that could tie us back into that, uh, panic when the market's not right. great. Um, or maybe going a little nutty when it's doing too well, you know, and, and maybe taking more risk than we should, that kind of thing. Yeah. And just understanding, I mean, if that's your personality and trait, you know, hopefully your, your better half, if you're married is not that. So you help balance each other out. I mean, right. that, that makes a, a good balance, you know, but then again, back to working with an advisor, that's where they can really help because, you know, not to bring up the B word, the budget, but I mean, when you, unfortunately, when you're in retirement, what you have is what you have, right? Yeah. So you, typically you don't go back to work or at least you don't want to go back to work. So, but yeah, you don't want to yeah. not spend either. So it's, it's, it's somebody to help you make those decisions and understand pros and cons and um, to, to help uh, maybe hold you accountable if you want to think about that way. Sure. Yeah. It's so, a spending plan, not a budget. It's, a there you go. Plan. I like that. It. It's a spending plan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's go to the next one here. The YOLO spender. Yep. Uh, the YOLO is you only live once. Uh, yeah. And I am probably this as well. Uh, a little sure. bit as well. You know, I don't have a problem with a big ticket item. 
mm-hmm. but I will get ticked off if I go to Target and spend like a hundred bucks. I'm like, why don't I buy at Target for a hundred dollars? That, that's right. That's right. But, you, but know, you look back, it's like, oh yeah, okay, yeah. But but I spent yeah, you know five thousand on them, whatever, and it's like, yeah, whatever. In this, I mean, we see a lot of this, the YOLO spender, especially early retirement okay, you know, or the wealth effect, you know, people retire and they start looking at it, it's like, wow, you know, I've got a million dollars that, oh, we can afford that. You know, let's go out and get the new car. We can, you know, we got to take the vacation. It's, right. you know, celebrate retirement and maybe you can, maybe you can't, you know, hopefully you've built those items into your plan. Mm-hmm. Um, but just again, you know, not to, to bring up the plan and, and run the math and all that again and again, but that's the reality of it is you've got to understand pros and cons, especially big ticket items, a lot of spending early in, in right. your plan. It can have a detrimental effect long-term because you've so, taken principal away right, and it's yeah. not there to grow long-term. So just make sure you understand the pros and cons of that. Now, that's not to say, Phil, that if you get to retirement and you get a a hair and you go, a wild hair and you go, you know what? It'd be kind of cool if we got a camper and we decided we wanted to go camping or or start RVing or whatever. Yep. Um, You may have the funds for it. And and not to say that, okay, well, you didn't plan for it ahead of time, so therefore you can't have one. You can't do it. Absolutely. It just simply means don't run out and spend $40,000 or $70,000 on one unless you double check some stuff just so that you don't. Or you take it from the wrong bucket even, right? Right, exactly. Yeah, and I I always joke with my clients. It's like, look, I'm not going to tell you no. I mean, it's your money. I don't care what you do. Right. You know, but if you're making any big decision like that, Mm -hmm. do do me a favor, you a favor, call me up and let's just talk about it, right? There's nothing worse than than getting a call from a client saying, you know what I did? (laughs) (laughs) I imagine you're like, you see those commercials. Uh, I can't remember who the actor is in it, but it's, it's, I think it's Volkswagen. And basically he's the guy's like money guy. And, yeah. you know, and he's an actor or something. And uh, he's like, uh, what are you spending money? He's like, Hey, guess what I did? He's like, what'd you spend money on now? Oh, nothing. I bought a Volkswagen. And he's like, Oh, you know, and of course yeah, exactly. yeah, that's very, that's very uh, you know, affordable. He's thinking he bought a Maserati or a Lamborghini, you yeah. know, that kind of thing. Well, so I just imagine- put a $10,000 deposit down on a, you know, $150,000 motorhome. Oh, right. oh, and it's going to come in next week. So where can I get the money? <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I imagine you have a bit, so, sometimes you have some of those, uh, you know, when, when someone says, uh, guess yeah. what you did? I did a thing, Phil. And you're like, oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. What did we do? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, at the end of the day, it, it is what it is. We'll work through it, but there's better ways maybe to approach it. And that's really right. an advisor is just that they're an advisor, right? They're not mom or dad. They don't hold the purse strings. Yeah. Um, they're there to give you advice, tell you pros and cons, walk you through that. Right. You know, hopefully bring some reason to a decision. And but yeah. at the end of the day, it's your plan. It's your money. I'm not going to prevent you, you or go. your advisor shouldn't prevent you from doing whatever you're going to do. Maybe I like that. Maybe a better way to approach it. That's, that's right. enough said. That's all it comes down to is, yeah. you know, not to talk you out of it, but maybe there's a better way to approach it. So, okay. uh, how about the savvy spender? That's our next one on the list. This is probably the ideal kind of person for a CPA and an advisor. This mm-hmm. is that balanced person. Yeah. And that's personally, I mean, that's kind of where I fit and, okay. and my wife's always, you know, when I make a bigger purchase, she's like, Oh, I'm surprised to see that. How did you justify it? You know, cause in my mind, I'm always trying to justify certain things, sure. you know, so that's me. I mean, you know, I'm more savvy in spending, but yeah, there's, it's probably a, a, a good personality, very balanced. Um, at least for one of the, the spouses, they can help offset each other, mm-hmm. you know, and, and bring some balance into the equation. 
you know, but unfortunately, sometimes the, the savvy can maybe get too miserly, you know, and that, I know mean, it's another one we'll talk about, but, mm-hmm. you know, just understanding um, your spending pattern, you know, and making yeah. sure that it doesn't create conflict. And that's the other part is, you know, when you're looking with a couple is <laughs> making sure you understand each other yeah. and can walk through and, and help with some of that. Cause I've, I've got some clients I can tell you that, you know, they'll come in and the, the wife's like, well, he never wants to spend anything on the house. It's falling apart. And, you know, so yeah. but you, you just got to understand the, the pros and cons and, and balance each other out and well, let's, work through uh, it. Well, let's talk about that miser, uh, that final one. And then, yeah, we'll yep. quickly touch on the fact that probably the worst thing is as an advisor is to have a miser and a YOLO uh, sitting across from you. One wants to spend it all and the other one wants to save it all. And that, that's right. Ahead. That's right. And I can yeah. tell you there's a lot of discussion that happens at home. <laughs> I imagine. But you know what? Look, miser maybe has a negative connotation to it, but I don't. it doesn't have to be. But a lot of times these folks... You know, it's not that they're quote unquote tight. It's that maybe that's just the upbringing or whatever. They're just absolutely they're uncomfortable taking the risk or spending the money. And a lot of times we see this, Phil, until people truly realize it's okay to do it. They have to learn. Right. I'm actually good. I'm my my plan's there. It's it's sound. I'm gonna be okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it, you, to your point, I mean, it, a lot of times this does come because of upbringing. I mean, from our generation, our grandparents, mm-hmm. at least on my side, were very miserly because of what they saw their parents go through. Yeah. You know, so they had lived through the Great Depression in these very lean times. That was just part of what they were brought up with. Yep. You know, I, I think as prosperity in, in America has grown since then, I, a lot of our spending patterns probably have shifted away from that mm-hmm. because that wasn't our experience, you yeah. know? Yeah. No, true. But to your point, um, that's another great thing that we, we talk about with clients all the time is that, Hey, your plan's great. You know, the reality is you plan on spending X amount a year. If you do that running the math, I mean, you, you can end up leaving $2 million to your kids. Is that really what you want to do? Yeah. You, know, you want to spend some well, more Right. You, so you've got an option. You either spend at this level and leave that amount or you could spend more. Yeah. You know, and that's where an advisor can hopefully help bring some freedom to you to, to help you know that there's some balance there. If you want to leave that money, then that's great. There's Just nothing wrong with that. Yeah. yeah. You know, but there's nothing worse than seeing somebody make it to their 80s to where now they really can enjoy maybe as much as what they could have. Yeah. Have this huge savings, this nest egg that's left that you know, had they to, to do it over again, they probably wouldn't have left that amount. Yeah. They enjoyed themselves a little bit more. And, right. You know, as humans, there's nothing worse than regret and we all absolutely. know what it feels like. And in all walks of life, we all definitely have it. Uh, so let's try not to have it right. When we get to retirement, that's kind of, kind of when we want to get there and hopefully not have too much more regret, right? We want to, we're already going to have it from other things in our life when we're at retirement age, looking back when we were younger and maybe opportunities we didn't or didn't take advantage of. Let's try not to do it with our finances by having a good, strong plan in place right. and being more balanced than necessarily one or the other of these, uh, of these personality traits and maybe a little bit of all of them would be a good way to go about it. Sometimes you need to be a little miserly. Sometimes yeah. you need to be a little emotional. Sometimes you need to be a little savvy, you know? And I think if you look at it, the, the reality is we're all of us probably live in one of these States at, at some point times. in time. Yeah. yeah. And it really comes down to uh, um, helping you not have those regrets, you know, on, on either side. The, the worst regret to me though, is that, you've spent it all and now you're in serious trouble, you know, later in in retirement. 
Yeah, you're living in the kid's basement. Yeah, not good. Yep, yep. That that's never an easy or fun discussion to start having if you see a client heading in that direction. But yeah, I'd much rather have that discussion of hey, things are going great. You could really spend more if you wanted. Right. Yeah, that's a great discussion to have. But. but as the other side of that table, I'd rather hear that I'm in real trouble than not so that yes. I can maybe start to make some changes. So again, yep. it's why it's important to know your personality type uh, or at least be honest with yourself and, and somewhat close to it so that your advisor can then also know uh, that personality type and be able to help build a plan that works for uh, whatever it is that you might be. Don't forget to subscribe to us. Hit the little subscribe button on uh, YouTube or Apple or podcast or Google podcast or whatever it is that you're using. There's a little heart or a follow or whatever it might be, but that's all available to you. So you can find it all at philstaxhacks.com. That's philstaxhacks.com. Phil, I'm going to let you go this time and I'll see you here soon for another podcast. Investment advisory services offered through AFS Wealth Management. The content of this program is provided for informational purposes only and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Investments and or investment strategies involve risk, including the possible loss of principal. There is no assurance that any investment strategy will achieve its objectives.